0: To the Cybos Insider podcast, where we debate and discuss the issues that matter to the future of finance. In each episode, we talk to the people shaping markets, investing, and business, and highlight the trends driving innovation and inclusion to recharge global finance. The Cybos Talent Accelerator Route better known by the acronym STAR, is a scholarship program that supports and encourages the career development of junior women to progress to senior roles within the industry. Each year, Cyboss invites key partners from around the world to nominate women they see as the rising stars within their own organization to join the program and benefit from mentorship, knowledge and professional connections. This year, 25 women from across the globe had special access to the recent CYBOSS conference, and I'm delighted to be joined today by two of the stars to discuss their experience of the program and the conference. So first of all, I'd like to welcome Katarzyna Godzienska, who's a Service Director for UK and Ireland at BNY Mellon Treasury Services in London.
1: Good morning, good afternoon, everyone.
0: And also, Dial Al Bashir, who's a senior associate, GTB FI Sales at Unicredit Bank in Germany.
2: Hello, nice to be here.
0: Well, thanks for joining me. And I'd like to start our discussion by asking you about your experience of the STAR program and how it's helping you in your career. Katrazina, can I ask you first of all?
1: Thank you, Brett. Well, first of all, Cyberstars program has been an amazing experience, despite all the challenges related to the fact that Cybus was happening virtually again this year. Um, I especially enjoyed the mentoring sessions with senior managers from world's biggest banks. Um, thanks to these sessions, I gained more confidence, but also different perspective on career development and how to navigate my career at different stages of life. And I also loved networking with other female professionals on the program as networking has always been very tricky for me and this program showed me that it's not such a scary thing to do and we have even managed to meet for our first networking launch and we hope that maybe once we all return to our offices we will be able to organize some sort of a cyber star lunch or dinner with other London-based stars next year.
0: Fantastic, so you're really building on those relationships and getting the most from it.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Dale, what's been your experience
1: I
2: can only support what uh, Kasia just said, because definitely it was very interesting experience, uh, uh, very valuable advices from our mentors who were uh, during those mentoring sessions that we had. And most exciting for me is that I've really made a friend Uh, with one of the girls but participants of the program we are scheduling like weekly or bi-weekly the calls and discussing what's happening in the industry and uh, also the personal life and uh, share the experience of living in different countries so I was actually really happy with this program
0: Apart from the contacts you've made amongst your fellow stars, have you gained much from the mentorship and hearing how senior industry professionals have coped and managed to rise up the ladder?
2: Mentoring sessions were really valuable for us, for me especially, because during uh, this first uh, week when we started to have these mentoring sessions, I had uh, um, a possibility to finally meet one of our senior managers uh, within um, the GTB. I've got some uh, really valuable advices from uh, the mentor, which are helping me now. I'm really excited. <laughs> I was going to be further on.
0: Katrazina, if I could ask you now, is this one-to-one mentoring and hearing how others have succeeded, is that also helping you with your confidence and inspiring you to achieve like they have? Uh,
1: Yes, definitely. For me, the mentoring sessions uh, were a bit of um, eye-opening in a way that uh, in the past, I think that it could be quite scary for me to speak to someone really senior within my organisation because, well, it can seem quite scary and maybe a bit intimidating Uh, but thanks to these uh, mentoring sessions I actually realized that I should not be afraid to speak out and present my ideas to senior management because our CEOs would not become who they are if they didn't have the courage to speak out and present their ideas in the past and they were in exactly the same position as we are right now just you know 10 or 20 years ago so uh, these sessions definitely showed me that it's a good idea to be brave and have the courage to confidently present our vision and approach to senior managers.
0: I'm glad to hear that it's doing a world of good for your confidence and also your, your ambition. But if we could move on to the conference now, as young women who have relatively recently started in management, what were the key takeaways from the Cybos conference for you? And if I could start with Dial.
2: So for me, um, generally, so if I take uh, CYBUS and the STAR program, one of the main takeaways was the networking. Networking is really 90% of our work. We've been hosting also the networking sessions within the CYBUS program. And so that again, networking is one of the main pillars. Uh, But uh, over the CYBUS, for me, it was very interesting to hear all uh, what was related to FI clearing payments initiatives, where the market's going, and uh, how do we cope uh, with the challenges we face because of the blockchain fintechs who are uh,
1: heavily uh, competing with us.
0: How about you, Katrazina, What were the key takeaways for you from the conference?
1: For me, aside from the networking part that uh, dial has already mentioned, For me, when it comes to the Cybostar program, it was that we can find our own style and we should not try to be somebody else. Uh, We have spoken with uh, multiple managers from all around the world and we could see that they have achieved their positions uh, through a completely different uh, career paths. Uh, they've had different stories, they've had different uh, life choices, different family situations. So for me, it was a takeaway that I should find my own style and I should not try to be somebody else. And that uh, if I find my own way and I listen to, of course, other people feedback, I'll be able to grow as a professional. Um, And when it comes to the conference itself, of course, it was great to learn about the recent developments in, in banking and in the world of finance but also listen to some topics that may be, you know, particularly close to our hearts, whether it's sustainable finance, risk and compliance or digitization. I think that it was just a great update on what's happening currently in our world.
0: Okay, thank you. Just digging a little deeper into some of those sessions, were there any that particularly inspired you or you found most useful? I'll ask you again, Katrazina.
1: I think that the topic that is particularly close to my heart is sustainable finance which is why I enjoyed sessions on how banks and FIs can make the world more green. Because, you know, actions taken by financial institutions can have an actual impact on climate change. And it's not a topic that we as business can run away from anymore as well. The world is unfortunately literally on fire right now. And I enjoyed the session, the introductory one on sustainable finance. And I really enjoyed the comments made by Amy West. I believe she was from TD Securities on sustainable investments. She said that we need to engage more with our clients, especially those representing some of the biggest sources of emissions, because our clients, they cannot do this huge ecological change without our support. So only with coherent strategy from banks and the world of finance, we will be able to accelerate the transition of the entire economy to be more green. So, this was definitely a very useful and inspiring session that I enjoyed.
0: How about you, Dial? Which sessions or things most resonated with you?
2: Uh, for me, now it was related to the compliance and technologies which uh, helped to improve the financial screening in uh, the fi clearing uh, sphere so for me it's really the main pain point and not not probably for our bank for each bank it's a very important topic of financial screening of transactions and compliance with or related sanctions laws and probably at this point <laughs> in life and at work right now this is the most resonating topic for me that I really enjoyed the session to hear how other banks are coping with it and which technologies they use so to be able to somehow on the one side uh, to understand that not only we are struggling with the same points but also it, it's the market that's standards for the market and to see what other experience there is, what other solutions there are on the market.
0: I know there's a huge range of speakers and a lot of different subjects covered, not just about financial services. Were there any particular speakers that really inspired you? I'll ask you both that question.
1: I really enjoyed comments by Amy West, whom I already mentioned, because aside from her comments on how we can make the entire economy greener, she was also very candid and open about divestment because divestment may be a simple solution when it comes to uh, making companies or banks' portfolio more green and more eco-friendly, but it will not necessarily reduce emissions in the real economy. And this was a very honest answer, and I really liked it because she showed that the problem that we're facing right now as an industry is actually quite complex. So only investing in green energy will not help transform the global economy so I think that the session with her on sustainable finance was absolutely brilliant of course other speakers provided great feedback as well but these few sentences that she mentioned really you know stayed in my head so that was definitely a great session
0: so it's a different perspective that made you think in a different way okay that's that's really interesting to know Dale I believe that you hosted some of the change maker networking sessions Can you tell us a little bit about what those were and what you found most interesting from those sessions?
2: Yes, exactly. We hosted Changemaker networking sessions during the cybers. It was actually free for everyone to participate, uh, to network, to compensate uh, that we were not able to be to to meet each other in such a way Cybos gave gave the opportunity for people to network with each other. And uh, each session was hosted by two star uh, participants. Basically it was just uh, half an hour talking to each other, exchanging the uh, uh, opinions, uh, sharing the thoughts on changes that, that are happening in our life, in the industry. It was very nice experience. And again, as I mentioned, networking is one of the most important things in our work. So, yeah.
0: It's a kind of structured networking, though, isn't it? Yes. It's not an ad hoc thing.
2: No, no, not an ad hoc. It was structured. It was also limited uh, to, I think, 15 participants. So once the group, uh, the 15 people were joining the group, the group was closed and we were talking to each other.
0: So networking with a fairly precise focus. Yeah. If we can just sort of wrap up with the CybOS conference for the time being, what would you recommend to your colleagues and friends?
1: I think that I would definitely recommend the STAR scholarship, of course. But when it comes to the conference, um, it's divided into many categories. So you can choose sessions that interest you most, whether it's digitization, risk and compliance, or sustainable finance, There is so much to choose from, and you'll have all these topics presented to you by the best experts in the field. So I'd say that Cybus is not only a great opportunity for networking, but it's also an amazing learning curve. So I really hope that Cybus will stay at least partially digital as well next year so that people who will not be able to travel to conference will be able to just dial in, connect, and find topic that interests them most to learn a bit more on what's been happening in this sector in the past few years or so, and what's the outcome for the
0: future. I suppose we've all got used to on-demand type television. Yes, exactly. And now we're getting it in this industry as well. So I think we've all learned from that and certainly having this open time zone so anyone can look at any time and replays are available. It's clearly an advantage to, to everyone.
1: Yes, because in the past, only senior managers uh, were allowed to travel to Cybos. So, of course, you know, they were responsible for the meeting part. But there's also so much happening when it comes to knowledge sharing uh, that I think that the fact that Cybos went digital because of COVID actually brought a lot of good things for other people who could just, you know, connect, uh, dial in, uh, listen to the session and just develop their own interest when it comes to the world of finance.
0: So COVID has brought digital acceleration to Cybos. Exactly. Dale, I'd like to ask you now. Looking to the future, what do you see as the greatest challenges for the industry?
2: From my perspective, uh, I see that the biggest challenge is to compete with the other service providers like FinTechs who are offering the uh, services on another level with uh, higher speed, a cheaper price, and are not so limited in restrictions and compliance with the related regulations as banks who are restrict- restricted f- almost from every, <laughs> every single point and have to struggle with different bureaucratic procedures, while the smaller companies uh, are much more flexible in deciding where to invest, how to invest, and which products to develop. At the same time, clients do not care particularly <laughs> what our struggles are and expect the same level of services from the banks. So we have to be faster and cheaper to be able to stay in the market. And I think this is the most uh, difficult, the, the biggest challenge we have.
0: It seems customer expectations are driving the digital acceleration. Katarina, what do you see as the biggest challenges?
1: I actually agree with what Dial just said, um, but I think that with, for example, Swift GPI being very present in the industry right now, I think that Swift GPI can bring more transparency on charges and payment processing, as Dial said, and what I can actually just add to it. Well, modern consumers are used, for example, to tracking their orders from the moment of purchase. And if we know where our parcel or food delivery is, why can't we have the same level of knowledge over our payments? So I think that the advancements of the GPI tracking and APIs and online app-oriented banking, this will increase bank competitiveness against the so-called challenger banks and fintechs. So I definitely agree with the fact that the competition that we are facing from, from these entities is something that banks have to carefully look at. But I think that we are getting there.
0: <laughs> Still looking forward, are there other opportunities or positive trends that you can see? I'll ask you this first, Dalal.
2: Uh, so we'll have to develop a new infrastructure. And we're getting there, as already Katarina said. And with the migration to new ISO standards, I hope that we will develop this infrastructure and we'll deliver what our customers are expecting from us. So uh, there is a huge scope of what is to do for us, for banks, for market players. And we will see. <laughs> we'll see how it will develop.
1: I also think that banking uh, industry starts to pay also closer attention to what's happening globally when it comes to the effect of the COVID pandemic and the increasing economic uh, inequalities and the need for stronger and more sustainable finance. The finance sector has been following closely what's happening with the COP26 uh, in Glasgow. And I think that banking is turning towards the idea of The principles of sustainable development but also looking at the compliance and risk factor so i think that we are basically trying to be as efficient as fintechs and as efficient as 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 the challenger banks but on the same side we are trying to make sure that we are doing what is called a fair play and that we are following all the possible legislation requirements that are being imposed on us by the US, by European Union, and by um, all the other regulators.
0: Compliance, regulations, and security issues that banks and financial services face are very different to those of, say, a fintech startup. Yet customers are expecting the industry to move at the same pace, even though it has these very different constraints. Looking into the future, what trends do you see
2: I see instant payments, you know, uh, executed in seconds and uh, fully traceable and uh, um, any change or amendment could be done uh, in a second, but we'll see, <laughs> maybe this is just a dream.
1: No, I, I think I agree with Deyal. Uh We can see real-time payments being introduced in, in US and being a sort of standard in the UK. So I think it's just a matter of time when the rest of the world will follow. Um, but I think it's also the matter of time uh, where when fintechs uh, will be also subject to bigger scrutiny and regulation from from the local uh, legislation, because uh, we, we know the risk that it's that it entails. I hope so.
0: <laughs> well, thank you for your thoughts there. If I could take us back again just to the star program now, what are, would you say were the best things that you've gained from the program? And if I ask you first, Ayal.
2: already mentioned i've made a friend i think this is the best of what has happened to me but on the other side the mentoring sessions are really inspiring and um, hearing all those women managing at the same time to be successful in their business life and as well in their private life raising children this all gives the reassuring that we are able to manage the same because uh, obviously (laughs) as a young professional I really see it as a big challenge to somehow find the balance between the life and the work and especially uh, when when you're talking about getting family and children so for me it was really reassuring to hear that uh, some of those successful uh, executives had four children and successful career. So after that, you know, I'm really reassured.
0: (laughs) Katrysina, were there any elements that really stood out from the program that helped you?
1: Well, I think I'll I'll repeat not only Delial, but also myself. Uh, Definitely the best thing was this broader professional network because I've met some fantastic people and I'm really looking forward to meeting them in real life when pandemic is over. But Also what Dayal said about mentoring programs, great perspective, different career paths, different stories. They also made me think that we are in a much better place as women professionals than our mentors were 20 years ago, because some of the comments we were hearing from them when they were basically in a comparable professional situation were amazing. And during this program, we've had some sessions where, you know, some of the girls had their children jumping around and the girls were very open about the fact, well, I'm sorry, that's my child. I have to, you know, combine childcare and professional life and it was completely fine. So I think that we are in a much better place as an industry and as a world right now. So this was also very reassuring, not just to hear about women with different life stories and different family situations who managed to get to the top, but also to see that we are okay with being professionals who sometimes have their private life coming into into the professional sphere. And everyone was completely absolutely fine with it. That was great. And it was also interesting to hear that sometimes in order to progress with our careers, we maybe need to take a step to decide. We don't always have to climb the ladder to make a progress within our career. So it was also important to hear that it's okay to take time to focus on what's important for us, and then decide what to do next. So definitely a lot of food for thought and inspiration.
0: Well, that sounds both encouraging and constructive. Perhaps an appropriate note to bring this discussion to a close. But just before we sign off, do you have any final thoughts you'd like to share?
2: I would just wanted to say I was really impressed. I didn't expect it to be such an interesting and involving close society. If uh, I talk in general about different programs we had internally, sometimes it's just too many people. You don't really feel this attention. It's not personal. And uh, you don't have so much takeaways this year. And I was in, really impressed that all those mentoring sessions were really in the small groups and each person had the possibility to ask uh, whatever personal question he or she, she had and uh, get a very precise answer to problems. So I really uh, thanks a lot to Cybos and to creating this program. I can only recommend to everyone.
0: <laughs> and that was my next question. I mean, it sounds a very positive experience for you, but if I could ask you both, would you recommend it to colleagues and friends that are just starting out in the industry? Definitely.
1: Yes, I would definitely recommend Cyberstars program. And I'm also very grateful that I could be a part of this group. It's been a great adventure.
0: Well, as you continue on your career journey, I wish you every success. Thank you for sharing your thoughts and time with me, Katarzyna Godziemska.
1: Thank you, Brett. It's been a pleasure.
0: And Dalial El-Bashir. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Brett.